You are listening to Lone Star Community Radio on 104.5 KCZW LP Conroe and 106.1 KZCC LP Conroe and worldwide on IRLoneStar.com. You are my candy girl and you got me Good morning, Montgomery County. You're listening to Lone Star Community Radio at IRLoneStar.com. Welcome. Welcome. 902 on the dot. Getting better at this, aren't we? Traffic and weather. Trying to. Yeah, trying to. I'll go straight into the weather here. Yeah. It is already 82 degrees. Going to get up to 95. Basically a repeat of yesterday. Uh, only uh, 1% chance of rain all day, all night long. Humidity is 88, so it already feels like 92. Wear your sunscreen, grab your bottled water. And uh, have you ever heard that thing about, you know, plastic water bottles in cars don't do it because it sunlight uh, reacts with the plastic? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, actually. Huh, say that, that again? It's not an urban legend. They say that, it, you know, don't leave plastic water bottles in your car because eventually the, the sunlight reacts with the plastic and adds chemicals to the water, which makes it taste like sulfur and just bad water. And I guarantee you that this is indeed the case. Okay. This has happened to me and or members of my family. So I'll let you know. Use glass or metal bottles if you're going to keep a uh, water in your car. Cool. For certain. Well, let's look at traffic real quick. Okay. And I'm looking around the Montgomery County area for everything accident and incident-wise. Nothing. We're good to go. Traffic's good to go all the way around. Welcome to Morning's Lone Star. We're here every weekday morning at IRLoneStar.com and Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1, broadcasting live from the LSCR studios. We're on Facebook Live, YouTube Live, and you can also podcast, subscribe to us on iTunes and Google Play. Uh, today's special guest will be later on. Uh, we're going to have a bakery in. I think on Monday we were talking about a bakery that won the Tasty Award from the Conroe Lake Conroe Chamber of Commerce's um, taste fest taste fest right. that we all went to and uh they're gonna be in this it's Vern Lee's ba- bayou bakery uh yeah and you can check all that stuff online and they're gonna be coming into the studio i think this is something about uh leo coming in too maybe but uh, we'll see when that happens but until we'll then it's us it's us uh looking out the official lone star uh good morning america plate glass a window into conroe coffee who is, of course, one of our sponsors right yes. up there with Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. The wall is empty. I guess they're between art shows. I can't wait to see what goes up next. What do you think? Neo-impressionism? I think they're going to be coming in. Whoever's next. I, I don't know what their art looks like, but I reached out to them. And so we're going to try to get them in. Interesting. So, we have a lot more guests coming in. I don't know what happened, but the, the guest wave finally hit, and we're getting hit hard. I think we hit the bottom of that one barrel, and so we opened up the new barrel, and there, there they were. There they were. There they were. So, yeah, like tomorrow we're going to have the American Psycho Band. <laughs> I mean, I'm telling you, I don't know what's going to happen well, with that. They should have been called, you know, the Patrick Batemans. Yeah, and then we're going to have, uh, of course, we're going to have Blue Epiphany Vineyard in. They're going to be talking about their 4th of July event happening next week. Because mm-hmm. 4th of July is coming your way. And... Uh, Fireworks are on sale, I think, next this weekend or whatever. Can you shoot fireworks? We need to get somebody in and talk about, like, what's legit about fireworks around this area. Well, I know that in the woodlands proper within, you know, woodland city limits, uh, no private fireworks. No private fireworks. You know, meaning you can't. But my neighborhood is actually a little stretch. It's, it's uh, Timber Lakes, Timber Ridge. So it's a little pocket of spring surrounded by the woodlands. 
And in my neighborhood, you can use fireworks. But here's the thing. Let's say you buy, uh, if you're in spring, let, let's say I-45 and, and Sawdust Road, there's a couple of fireworks stands because yeah. that, that part you... I've okay, seen that. If, That's if you why buy I was... your fireworks there and then drive into the woodlands, like to go home or okay. to go to my neighborhood, you're breaking the law. So you got to be careful. I mean, the odds of you getting pulled over, I'm, I'm, you know, I can't guarantee you will or won't get pulled over. But know that if that happens, if you if you buy, legally buy fireworks outside the woodlands, but you're driving through, you get pulled over, you, you get busted. Yeah. There you go. Don't do it. Don't do it. Not worth it. I'm gonna do it though. I'm gonna set yeah. off fireworks all over the outside of my house this this year. I'm just I, was, I don't know if there's even fireworks because I know New Caney announced they're gonna be doing fireworks over mm-hmm. there, and then I don't think the lake's doing fireworks this year. I know the Woodlands does fireworks, right? Over yeah, there yeah, at, they have their big red, white, and blue celebration. Okay. Any info on that? I have no idea. Well, that's happening actually on the fourth. It happens at Town Green Park. Yeah. Big honking event. But do know that this Saturday, and I want to talk about this yesterday, uh-uh. uh, but you know the Conroe Symphony this Saturday. Yeah. Is putting right. up a special deal. We're going to be giving away tickets to it no tomorrow. Way. That's right. No way. So stay tuned on that one. But yeah, uh, whether or not you get the free tickets from us or not, uh, Conroe Symphony at over at, at Heritage. Yes, Heritage Place. Heritage Place is going to be putting on an awesome concert this weekend. Yeah, it's uh, June 30th at 7.30 p.m. Come check it out. And uh, let's see, early voting has stopped now. So you have uh, only this Saturday. And do go to mctx.org to find out where you can vote on Saturday for this position. For There's only going to be one place to vote because it's a... It's a, a, I believe it's a position. Yeah. So there position you four. Position City Council. Oh. There you go. And we had some people in yesterday who definitely had their fan. Uh, yeah. had their, uh, I, their, I ran into somebody over at City Hall yesterday. They were voting. Uh-huh. So it's just one little one little check. That's all it is. <laughs> yeah, you really want there to be online voting at this point, right? Well, I mean, again, I still haven't had anyone say, no, we can't. Like, we shouldn't do it. We should not do it. Yeah, it's because my logic is if you trust your money online, mm-hmm. then you should be you should have the ability to trust online voting. Because people will say, "Oh, well, what about the hacking?" Well, is your money being hacked right now? I don't know. Yeah, you know I have no money, so there's so, no money to get well, hacked. Well, that's nice, but but if I had money, but you, get but you understand my logic. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I'm I'm not opposed to it at all. I, I think some feasibility should be done to to figure out the safeguards yeah but other than that yeah go for it well what, all you gotta do is just talk to the bank and be like how do y'all do it okay we'll do it that way <laughs> but then and again one thing too on that discussion is you don't have to just require online voting this is just another avenue to vote if you want to go talk to people and be around people voting you can go do that but i imagine your your voting population will increase if you make it easy for people yeah I concur. Yeah. Okay, but until then, Saturday go vote for your favorite of the two in the runoff for Conroe City yeah. Council position foe. Okay. Well, I saw Ocean's Eight yesterday. And your thoughts at the Grand Theater for the ticket sub. I'm not going to ruin it because we're going to be doing our group rewind of it tomorrow. All the guys on the show went to go see it. 
Uh, Chris is a big fan of the Oceans movie, and he's mm-hmm. a big fan of all those actresses that were in it. So we all agree we're going to go see that movie. And uh, you know what? I, I will say, I don't know if my fans, uh, the, the, the fans transfer over to the ticket stuff, but it was a boring movie. And it wasn't, and, it, and you know what's funny though is if you think about the last time there was an all female cast, that was my mind is the Ghostbusters. Remember how like how hateful that whole situation became? Mm. Just like on both like a like whoever was creating that. Why don't you think there was one this time? Is it because the movie was adequate and it had good acting in it? That's what I think. Well, there, there's that also. It wasn't a reboot. It, it, it's like doing a female version of Lord of the Rings, let's say, where you just gender well, swap. It's like, no, wait, that's It was not... almost a reboot of a reboot. In my opinion, like actually watching the end Well, of... I would presume it was a sequel of a sequel. No. There was no timeline given unless there was hints of it because there was— Were there any cameos from the original, from the guy they were, movies? There were two of them, but you didn't know what timeline it was. Oh, you didn't right. know if this was before or after because it, from the Danny Ocean perspective, Danny Ocean has always been a thief. From what I understand, it wasn't like we got to see him be a kid in the Bronx Tale kind of thing. But so in this movie, I had no idea what was going on, honestly. And I would, no, no, like they, they presumed he was dead in the movie because they had a grave. But then again, I was like, I don't remember him dying in any of the movies. Do you remember him dying? No, but I don't know if I saw the last. Yes, yeah, I don't know. I life. felt like I was out of place. So I didn't really know where the movie was. And then I go, does that even hurt the movie? Because the fact that they don't really show anybody, there was a couple people. From the other movies, but they were like, I'm talking about, they weren't really big surprises. I'm not going to ruin it, but it wasn't life-changing. It wasn't like, oh, that makes so much sense to have that. So that's the only thing I think they missed out on. It wasn't really like the the universe wasn't explored. It was just a bunch of people stealing stuff again. Do you think that, I'm presuming there were eight female leads in this. Yeah. Okay. And everyone did well. I mean, the acting was done well. Could have been a scheduling issue. See, that was my theory. Because another theory I had was the, and this is why I think all Hollywood people are very smart on doing sequels these days, is um, in their contracts, if they play the same character, they get paid X amount of dollars more each time they're in a movie of that same character. Mm-hmm. So that's what makes Robert Downey Jr. so wealthy in the Iron Man department. Because I think when he signed on Iron Man 2 and 3, if I remember reading it correctly, there was a clause saying if you ever played Iron Man again, he would have to be paid a base. So if like he did a phone call or if he did whatever, he would still get a base fee of all, whatever amount of money. And that's why my theory is on Spider-Man, and when he's in the movie, he's not really in the same room as Spider-Man. So they don't have to pay him as much. Cause did you ever see the new Spider-Man? <laughs> I haven't seen it yet. No. Yeah, like every scene he was in, it was like he was in a car. So I mean, it was, it was Mr. Donnie. We're just gonna drive you around, or actually, we're gonna put you on the sound lot and you know. Oh yeah, and then like rock it, the car. So, but that—that's my theory. Is in the Ocean's movie, they it would char- it would cost too much to put all those people in, mm-hmm. and also the scheduling conflicts of how dedicated those actors are. Because those are all, I would say, majority of the actresses and actresses in those movies are A-listers in the sense of they're always got one big project going on. I imagine, right? Would you say like Oscar contenders kind of acting? Because mm-hmm. would you say there's a level of that? And acting, where you have like your A list. Well, like when I think of A list, I don't think of like oh they're super popular. I think of with them and their craft, their goal is to win an Oscar every year. So they're gonna choose the projects that put them. There are those that do that. Uh, I can't imagine Meryl Streep or Daniel Day Lewis taking on a movie 
without the expectation of I'm going for it. You know, well, they're always going to have a movie it. released in November, right? No matter what, uh-huh. for for the Oscar season. So that's like, and I imagine it's really hard to get you know the big actors and actresses into one room doing that. And that they did that movie, like I said, scheduling conflict with this movie, because you could kind of tell they didn't have a lot of time, in a sense of like substance of the movie. Hmm, kind of going through the motions. Yeah, well, yeah, because you got a little background on a couple of the actresses, but then that was it. Like, like their their storyline. And that was sort of kind of um, even with the reboot. We were talking a few moments ago about Ghostbusters. It was cute, but Ghostbusters to me is. is the Stay Puff Marshmallow Man, the giant one. Well, yeah, because one thing I like that movie is they kind of threw curveballs at you because there were real things on the line. There were people lies, but then they did the stay. Like, that to me was, that was hilarious. When he goes, what did you think of? And he's like, uh, I didn't mean to. What was the, <laughs> I forgot what the line was, but you're like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> and Or, you know, Ghostbusters to me is Annie Potts. Ghostbusters, what do you want? Or is Rick Moranis. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, getting jiggy with Sigourney Weaver. There is no data, only Zool. And so with the reboot, that essentially wipes out the original universe. That's just that those things never happen. Mm-hmm. This happens instead. And it's kind of going through the motion and having the obligatory cameos. I really think the Ghostbusters should have been a sequel where it's like maybe they all had daughters and it's 30 years later because it really would be about 30 years later, I'm guessing. And they take over, the, you know, Ghostbusters kind of died out because all the ghosts got taken care of and they're coming back. So the daughters hook up. So you have a Venkman Jr. and a, and I think that would have been much better because same thing with the Star Trek reboot. And I know it's going to sound funny, but, you know, in the second Star Trek movie, they had Khan coming back in mm-hmm. and they tried to, you know, mix it up with Kirk dying instead of Spock. But it was going through the motions because we're like, no, it was the original that, that just tore us to the core. So don't reboot it and. Try to, well, try to redo the same you know, plot. you got a user, Brett, uh, chiming in saying, you know, they, they con people out of spending more money on an Oceans movie. But we were talking about the air is everyone likes a good heist movie, right? Like, that's kind of like the, my idea of going to the movie theater to watch a heist. There's always going to be a heist movie every year. There will like hurricane be. Hurricane heist. Hurricane year, heist. Remember there, that? Yeah, there is that one. There, there, uh, Die Hard, of course, the the greatest, the Italian job. But one the of the few one remakes remake. that was all right was the Thomas Crown Affair. That was okay. That was well. First of all, they had Rene Russo killed seeing it. her in a way you've never seen her before. So yeah, definitely that that, that was but, good. I mean, I think the the movies, and that's one thing I because I saw it with my mother, and I asked her, would you want to go see Ocean's Eight, you know, point two or whatever the sequel they'd call, and she goes, not really, because they didn't really leave anything open. At the end of this one. Well, do they go to eight so they could come out with nine and ten and maybe start well, integrating I, more I, people? I mean, yeah, but there was a couple angles they could have taken as a, the structure of the show uh, because and they could have had a lot more fun of it in the sequel. But I don't know. I don't know how much money. How much money did that movie make? Let's check that out. Let's find out. But uh, so, all right, I'm looking it up right now. So, what makes a good heist movie? You were kind of asking me that they earlier. They made hundred million dollars domestically. Whoa. And almost $100 million foreign. Is that the first movie or the... This Ocean's 8. Oh, 8? Yeah. Wow, that, that brought in a good number then. And it cost them $70 million to make. Oh, they're already in the black. So. Awesome. So you were asking me earlier, what makes a good heist movie? 
I mean, I think it's more of it, there's different angles you could go with. Probably the most interesting is how they are able to steal stuff and then how they can explain it to the audience in a neat way. Mm-hmm. Because that's what I kind of liked about Thomas Crown Affair because it was just fun and it was very simple. And even at the end, the detective's like, okay, this really is much ado about nothing. We're going to let him go. Yeah. And I, I mean, I, that's really interesting to me. And I did like the ending change. Uh, you know, the, the stereotypical Hollywood ending. Um, I've even been guilty of adding one in myself uh, to stuff I've written. But, you know, the original Thomas Crown Affair, she goes to bust him and he he takes off on an airplane without her. And the reboot, they go off together. Uh And I I liked it. I really liked the reboot on that one. I told you it was a good, uh, that's a good example of a remake doing something positive. Yeah. Yeah. Remake slash reboot because uh, it it follows the plot, but, but takes like the best of. Yeah, or or upgrades it. For instance, in the original, it's a dune buggy race, and in the uh, sequel, in the reboot, it's the glider. Well, one thing like the Ocean's Eight didn't do is they didn't reinvent anything, or they didn't invent anything. Okay, it was like the same thing, and like we've already seen it. Like, oh, when they bump each other, oh, I bet she stole something or planted something, and that kind of like. Oh. So I was just kind of like, all right, we get it. Like, okay. Well, know. should they have put in Mini Coopers, like the Italian job, to? Add a little something. That is something they didn't do. They didn't have a driver. So there wasn't like a chase. There wasn't. It was kind of, I'm telling you, like, it's almost like they had three weeks to make the movie and they just did it. Very interesting. So should I go watch it? Because like, uh, no, 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 no. Um, absolutely not. But I would, I would say what it makes a good heist movie is you either care about the characters Mm-hmm. and what they're trying to accomplish, or you just want to see a cool action movie like Hurricane Heist, which is ridiculous. But like that's what you're, you either take one or two. And some shows do it well when they blend it in together, but like, for example, this movie, the whole her motive, uh, Sandra Bullock's motive was her ex-boyfriend put her in jail. Like she He backstabbed her. And so she wanted revenge. I was like, okay, that's not, okay. I mean, I don't really care. You know, there's a heist movie that I liked for a couple of scenes. I think it was called Entrapment. Sean Connery. Yeah, and, and uh, Catherine Zeta-Jones. Right. Because everyone believed when Sean Connery was in the in the black tights and the mask was doing all that acrobatic stuff. <laughs> it could happen. He's James Bond. But uh, that one, I, I remember it had a different take on it. I'm surprised that more movies didn't use that take that was the whole you know the y2k swap over thing yeah we have 14 minutes to uh to do this heist on this one day out of the entire millennium well like and it also it depends on the movie too because like the movies like the town the ben affleck directed movie like those are really neat because it was kind of like the hammer and the nail like how are we gonna they just go in and just do a heist like full out mask and guns and all that kind of stuff the old school bank robbers Mm -hmm. but then you have movies like uh like Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels, which is a creative way of telling the story of how they're stealing and just the series of unfortunate events that pan out in that movie. Okay, two movies that I'll ask you if they qualify for heist movies. Uh, Reservoir Dogs. Yeah, because it's the whole isn't the whole thing revolving around a heist? Yeah, but I mean, you, there's no actual heist. It's like yeah. The, and oh golly, I just lost the second one I was thinking of. Um, if it's a heist movie or not. What? I've drawn it. It just went right out of my other Point ear. Break? I, I can't watch Point Break, any one of them. The original or the remake. What's wrong with the original? That's Johnny. He throws his badge in the wall, ocean at the end. Oh. 
What was that? Like, what show is that where he throws, throws a letter and it keeps coming back from the ocean? And he's, like, trying to get rid of it. He's like, get out of here. No, every time, just, this just flash forward, you know, 20 minutes when he goes in to, to actually quit the force. Okay, now you need to turn in your badge. Uh, I don't have it. Where'd you do? Well, I threw it in the water. Why? Well, like, think about movies like Die Hard. Like, like Die Hard. Because those, those plots usually sit around a guy trying to steal money. And that's why I like the... Oh, rock. Heat. That was the other movie I was thinking oh, that's of. Oh, that's, that's a good heist movie. That's a great heist movie. But, uh, yeah. And see, that's what I don't understand. With all these examples we just said, they couldn't make a good Oceans movie. Because the first one, the remake of Oceans 11 was good mainly because of the cast. Mm-hmm. And, like, that's what made it exciting. And everyone had little interesting character bits. But this movie, I mean, there was a couple, but they weren't... They weren't shown a lot. Okay. Like the the henchmen or henchwomen were funny, but they weren't near in near enough because they're the only interesting characters to me. And Anne Hathaway was really funny because she played herself, like what Anne Hathaway would be, the actress. She played an actress. Okay. And she's the mark. So. Oh, alrighty. It's nine twenty-two. You listen to Lone Star Community Radio, and Brett thinks the Great Escape is the greatest yes heist movie yes ever. It is no 9.23. We're going to hang out. we got some special guests coming in later today. You're listening to Lone Star Community Radio on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1. Today's show is brought to you by Conroe Coffee and Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. We'll be right back. Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner, along with other treats and coffee. For more information regarding store hours and delivery in downtown Conroe, Conroe Coffee is on Facebook or by telephone at 936-266-7632. We would like to thank Conroe Coffee for being a supporter of Lone Star Community Radio and our morning sponsor with Mornings with Lone Star. Lone Star Community Radio is looking for those who are interested in hosting their own talk show. With monthly and weekly slots available on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1, and on IRLoneStar.com. Start your own podcast, create your first YouTube channel, and be on TV. Contact Lone Star Community Radio online at IRLoneStar.com or call the station message line at 936 936- Six four seven three seven seven six. Hey guys, this is Connor. This is Dick. This is Chris. And we're with the Ticket Stub Podcast every Thursday live at noon on 104.5 and 106.1 FM in the Conroe area. Also, anytime at IRLoneStar.com. You go to IRLoneStar.com backslash TTS. You can find all of our social media. And don't forget, we give away two tickets to the Grand Theater on every show. If you like movies and you like complaining or celebrating anything that has to do with the silver screen, Check out the Ticket Stub podcast and join us every Thursday at noon o'clock on Lone Star Community Radio. Business office cleaning is available in the Montgomery County area from Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. With scheduled cleaning surfaces such as floor care, window care, trash collection, restroom disinfection, and stair and elevator cleaning, Clean Sweep can service a business one time or on a regular schedule with daily, weekly, and monthly options. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning can be found online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or by calling 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Just like you. I know. 
Welcome back, Orange Lone Star. Broadcasting live from the LSCR studios. You can catch us on Facebook Live, YouTube Live, and of course, Connors FM 104.5, 106.1. Kind of want to give a quick announcement. We got our neighbors over at Chattelax Summer Music Fest mm-hmm. happening over there at Chattelax Backyard Water Park over uh, east side of 45. This weekend, July 30th through July 1st, they're going to have a Summerfest. Did you know about this? I did now because I'm I looking mean, at yeah. the card this is too. Cool. So, yeah, it's like an all-day thing, right? Yeah, Corey Morrow, Jason Cassidy, Bree Bragwell, Sam Riggs, Rich O'Toole, Jesse Robb Jr. Uh, they're going to be having it over at Chattelax Backyard Water Park. Tickets are available online at ChattelaxMusicFest.com. Nice music, food, fun, swimming, camping, rope swings, slides, yeah. volleyball, washers. What's that? Is it like washing machines? Wash your clothes? Like the game washers. I don't know what that is. You throw washers in a hole. Is that like that other one with the beanbags? What's it called again? It's uh, it's called uh, beanbag toss. You know the name I want. It's called beanbag toss. Okay, whatever. <laughs> Horseshoes and more. That looks pretty fun. We should go to that. Yeah. I don't want to. You know how hot it's going to be? You know, it's funny. We had uh, Inspire Productions who were talking about the upcoming events happening in downtown Conroe, and they put on events, and he basically said after a year or two years of doing events around Montgomery County, he goes, one thing we're going to start doing is not having them during the months of, I think it was uh, the end of May all the way through August. They're not going to do any more events unless it's inside. Wow. Yeah. Because they do a lot of music festivals and things around the woodlands and Mm -hmm. up here. And uh, they're the ones that do that tequila festival, tacos, tequila, or whatever. And uh, it was interesting because it makes sense. You never know how hot it's going to get here. And you know, it only takes that one day to have a horrible experience. To be, you know, it's like 100 degrees outside. It'd be hot. Yeah. It is hot out there, actually. At least we got a little bit of a breeze going looking at the, the weather tree. So that's a good sign. So, uh, nine twenty-eight on the dot. Do we want to talk local news? Or? Yeah, do some local stuff. Sounds What's going on? Well, uh, we both noticed this headline. Um, so, Commissioner's Court was talking <clears throat> about well, they uh, kind of renewed and revamped the county curfew, which I did not know existed. Yeah, me either. But apparently, Montgomery County has a curfew uh, between during summer hours or during summer uh, months from twelve oh one a.m one minute after midnight to 6 a.m. for uh, all youths under the age of uh, 18, 17 and below. Yes. Now, uh, Precinct Commissioner James Nowak has, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? He, I'm not, it wasn't like a big honking thing, but he, he, uh, he's not a full fan of this. You know, he says that there should, you know, there are always exceptions uh, to it. You know, you can go out camping well, well, or hiking. When or I was reading that article in the hunting. Courier, I didn't see any arrest numbers. Well, here's the thing: the, like, this how many is the nice kids thing. actually get in trouble between twelve oh one a.m. and 6 very rarely because it's it's up to the officer's discretion. Yeah. So that's and, really... and that, that's the whole point. And this is where, you know, fortunately, I think a lot of the officers, if it did happen, you know, you want to, of course, keep shenanigans and hijinks to a bare minimum. But at least it puts the police in the uh, uh, position to question the kids and say, hey, okay, if I call your dad or your mom right now, are they going to back this up? So I think that's how they can uh, keep control. So I don't think it's really, when I say an enforcement 
law or an enforcement uh, ordinance. It uh, it was interesting to see how Commissioner Nowak was just very much saying, "Listen, I, I think we shouldn't have this." And the, uh, but he he sees the benefit of both sides. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad. Uh, I've never been a fan of zero tolerance. We should have zero tolerance policy on it. Lock them up. Well, that's, I've never been a fan we of need, any context. We need to lock tolerance. them up and deport them. <clears throat> And Get those Oak kids Ridge, out of here. That's right. And Oak Ridge North, you know, do you know Oak Ridge, Oak Ridge North? Yeah. For those of you who don't know, it's the basically the, the neighborhood on the other side of the freeway of the Woodlands. So it's not in the Woodlands proper, but uh, it is uh, allegedly one of the speed trap communities. You know, you're going 41 in a 40 zone. Because so many people want to get out of there? <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, they're getting themselves a new uh, cop motorcycle. Okay. Uh, like one motorcycle? Yeah. Now that's news. Well, because it's twenty four thousand dollars. It's a new one. Apparently, the first one they got when they, when they started their whole motorcycle traffic enforcement thing, it was in twenty fourteen, and there was a ritzy motorcycle that was on a police chase that was being chased by the police. They yeah. caught it, they impounded it, and they turned that into their first police motorcycle. Okay. So they get another one. Twenty four thousand dollars of a fourteen thousand dollar base pro- base price. Twenty eighteen Kawasaki. So. People going through Oak Ridge North, I'm telling you, if you ride the feeder road, 45 feeder road going northbound, do not speed. I mean, not even one mile over the limit. I have seen them get you. Oak, Oak, Oak Ridge has, uh, has bills to pay, I guess. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Any other uh, local news? I mean, they're, there's, they're changing up some things I don't really get. But, like again, commissioner's report changed the rules on public speaking or public comment. Okay. And it's they're they're kind of rearranging. We can do it. And I, I was hoping you would have saw that because I really didn't see what the change was. But then uh, again, let me see if I can call this up. But we can do that during the break. But yeah, cool. they're they're allowing people to three minutes before and three minutes after the court is held. Mm-hmm. Were they having issues or something? Was there just like so many people? Well, there are protocols, and some once you start relaxing a protocol, like you say, okay, well, Robert's rules of orders dictate, or our bylaws dictate. You have one minute, but then maybe someone goes a minute and a half or two and they let it go, then that becomes the new norm. And sometimes you got to smack down and say, okay, no, we got to go back to how it was. Yes, yeah, it says, according to the new procedure, anyone wishing to speak to the court must register to speak and provide any supporting documents before 9 15 a.m. Mm-hmm. Well, that's to keep it from dragging out. I've been in commissioner's court many times, and the court business takes a good amount of time. But that's nothing compared to people getting up and wanting to have their say. And a lot of it is just, you know, a Jim Bob or Sue Ellen just going on for those are the best for 18 long minutes that seem like hours about. Are there any famous videos of the commissioner's court? Because I'm reading. They actually have. Well, they have live streaming video. Well, there's this this reason this is in the courier right now is apparently in April. There was a man who wanted to speak during the public comment. He was removed. Yes. Uh, he was removed by, if memory serves, uh, county commissioner, uh, uh, county judge uh, Doyle. Why was he removed? That's where the kerfluffle happened because those who had him removed, he or those who had him removed, said that he wasn't following the procedure. procedure. Yeah. But the others were saying this man was being removed when others weren't and i think that's why they're getting yeah, back trying to, to this ask. is the procedure because once you allow someone to speak for two minutes instead of one then if yeah. you're not allowed you have a leg to stand on okay 
Well, that's all right. I'm okay with that. Just kick him out. Kick him out. Kick him all out. Get him in the kidneys one or two times. Teach him a lesson, right? <laughs> Throw him in with the kids to break curfew. You know, speaking of like threats and things like that, I've been reading more and more things happening in today's po- political world. Mm-hmm. And do you think this is? You think it's now the time? You mentioned that earlier this week that you think someone's really going to get hurt because we've already had a couple examples of actual violence towards. Well, well even Democrats are telling Maxine Waters to cool it now that her rhetoric is is, in my opinion, dangerous. Well, that's the beauty of social media. People can film her while she's talking to grassroots movements, and that's. I think that's really what helps prevent that kind of sway. Like sway in people's minds, but it's kind of too late. It's already out there. She's telling people to do it. And of I course know, the media but like, I, in my mind, I imagine you know the 1600s, 1700s, and like when revolutions are going on, you don't really get to record somebody in a in a beer hall saying we need to throw out these people because of their you know sinful ways or whatever. It's not the message isn't spread spread saying oh this guy's trying to tell people that we're bad. Like that didn't really happen back then because no, was, there wasn't an efficient way to mm-hmm. distribute that information real fast. But now people are like, oh, I'll put you on Snapchat. And she's sitting here just telling people to go harass them in public. Yeah, well, I do believe that her, did not her comments that, that set this off were actually at a uh, press conference, not just like a little town hall. I thought there was like media there to capture it. Well, I don't doubt that. But I'm just saying that that happens a lot. Like my favorite snafu this week was uh, Jimmy Fallon. So Jimmy Fallon went on Twitter and said something like, in honor of President Trump or whatever, you know, whatever he was doing. We're talking about that. He uh, said he's going to donate money. And then he seemed, it seemed that he forgot to log out of his account and log into his alternative account to support it. So apparently that's a big deal on Twitter is people create multiple accounts to comment on their main account (laughs) to make it look bigger or, you know, all that kind of stuff. And then they delete it. You can just check it out. Like look up Twitter snafus or something. And it's really funny to see people caught and because people pay attention to that. Okay. So so tell me again uh, what happened here now. So if you, uh, he apparently made a tweet about donating money and he commented on it saying that's a great idea to his own little Twitter deal. Well, it seems he <laughs> forgot to log into his alternative account. To, to make the comment. To make it, that's a great idea. And he deleted everything, so he's deny, he denied it. That's what I mean when you delete stuff like that. But apparently that's common for All people. All it takes is to be up for two seconds. Yeah, like there was, I think there was even uh, a ESPN reporter got busted, and I think he got fired for it. Oh, I believe it. Because he started going on alternative accounts and commenting on his own videos and stuff. But you never know. There you go. Do you think it's going to be an issue? The hostility? You think it's going to get worse? I think I, hopefully, I, I was afraid there'd be a tipping point that it would. The tipping point would come when someone got killed. I think Maxine Waters helped people go. Whoa, wait a sec, hold on. Because remember, this was just before the midterms. Okay. Remember, we had the, uh, some midterms uh, yesterday. Primaries, midterm primaries yesterday, and uh, I, that didn't help matters much. If people are feeling that the country's being fractured. The last thing you need is someone who is supposedly representing the party of inclusivity uh, to say, if we don't like what you have to say, we will push back and, you, you know, intimate violence. She's not saying, you know, get a gun and kill people. But even when Homeland Security well, is saying, this is getting out of hand. 
Well, I mean, I can all, you can also say that whenever there is a discussion that's so polarizing, there's always going to be, I would say, fanatics who choose to take that as an opportunity to do their own thing. Or those who are just looking for an excuse. That's what I'm saying. Like, I think a lot of it comes down to that. And, like, the Red Hen thing really worried me just because imagine you're just eating dinner and this commotion comes up next to you because some people are over here and you're like, man— are we just yelling at people in the streets now? Well, there's a, there's an update on the Red Hen when we come back from break. Let's talk about it. Okay. And a couple of other issues. You're listening to Morning's Lone Star, IRLoneStar.com. It's 9.38. We're going to take a quick break. We're brought to you by Conroe Coffee and Clean Sweep Office Clean. Join the conversation on Facebook, folks. We're on Facebook Live and also YouTube Live. We always love reading people's comments and concerns and telling Skippy to shut it. Yeah. Yeah, you're listening to Lone Star Community Radio. Business office cleaning is available in the Montgomery County area from Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. With scheduled cleaning surfaces such as floor care, window care, trash collection, restroom disinfection, and stair and elevator cleaning, Clean Sweep can service a business one time or on a regular schedule with daily, weekly, and monthly options. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning can be found online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or by calling 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Don't miss Lone Star Community Radio on TV and YouTube. Our talk show and music shows are featured on Our City TV, Suddenlink Channel 12, and have their own YouTube channel. Make sure to subscribe to keep up with posted shows and comment on them below the video. Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner, along with other treats and coffee. For more information regarding store hours and delivery in downtown Conroe, Conroe Coffee is on Facebook or by telephone at 936-266-7632. We would like to thank Conroe Coffee for being a supporter of Lone Star Community Radio and our morning sponsor with Mornings with Lone Star. Did you know that there are over 153 million orphans in the world today? The sad reality is 99% of those kids will likely never be adopted. Core Love is an organization right here in Conroe that takes care of orphan children in Haiti, Honduras, and India. We bring the love of Jesus by providing their six basic needs of clean water, proper food, healthcare, education, job skills, and a loving home. Visit corelove.org, that's C-O-R-E-L-U-V.org. Will you help defend the orphan? The Texas A&M AgriLife Extension Service has been dedicated to educating Texans for over a century. In 1915, the Extension Program was established under the federal Smith-Lever Act to deliver university knowledge and agricultural research findings directly to the people. Ever since, AgriLife Extension Programs have addressed the emerging issues of the day, serving diverse populations across the state. Texans turn to Extension for solutions in horticulture, agriculture, 4-H and youth, and family and consumer sciences. Extension agents respond not only with answers, but also with resources and services that result in significant returns on investment to boost the economy. Join us Fridays at 1 o'clock for the AgriLife Extension Hour. All right, welcome back. Morning's Lone Star. Lone Star Radio. All right. What were we talking about? Red Hen? Red Hen. 
Who were so, they? No, that the was the that, yeah the restaurant. That, do you that, think that's a true? I mean, how true do you think that story is to the T? Because it, it, it sounds kind of ridiculous. It is ridiculous, and that's the whole point. That remember, Sanders didn't even say. First off, I mean, she how was good there, is this restaurant? First of all, is uh, it good? well, I have no idea, and I can't can no longer trust the uh, their their Yelp reviews. Well, you never trust Yelp in the first place. This is true, so. and I've never eaten there. However, first off, Sarah Sanders was there <clears throat> with her family, including her in-laws, who ironically are very liberal. Okay. Huckabee Sanders is, um, the, you know, her, her husband is, comes from a liberal family. They left, and they didn't tweet anything. They didn't say anything. They just left and went to another restaurant. It was when the staff was, yeah, look what we did. So there's that. Number two it came out 24 hours later, and this has been confirmed, that the owner, Stephanie Wilkinson, left, followed them to the new restaurant, and set up another protest outside, a disruptive protest. So this whole, I just didn't want them in my restaurant, fell out the window. This is a, a rabble-rousing. She's now um, had to leave the Main Street Lexicon, which is, I guess, their local area version of a Chamber of Commerce. And basically, the Main Street lexicon said she's not espousing our views of what, you know, proper business and inclusivity. So, again, as a business owner, you have, you can do what you want for the most part, as long as you don't discriminate against a protected class. But be prepared to pay the consequences. And I think that this red hen is uh, the support it's getting is very flash in the pan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they'll go on to something else. The next outrage, these supporters will go on to something else. And a lot of people are going to not go anymore. Uh, So if you're you're a restaurant owner, you think this is going to be under the list of don'ts? Yes. Uh, Like, when would you ever kick somebody out, like, outside of them, like, you know, not wearing a shirt? Like, the health codes. Because, I mean, I think the health code stuff's pretty strict. Health code, uh, um, noise ordinance, and uh, profanity. In a in a uh, so in a you, family have you ever been kicked out? No, I have not. Yeah, because I, I don't go screaming. Have you ever seen anybody get kicked out? I'm sure I have. I just can't re- recall one right now. But think about the people who are cheering this business owner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Doing that. There were still the ones that were outraged when you have business owners saying no kids allowed in my in my restaurant. Period. Oh no, everyone must be allowed in. So again, I'm not a fan of the hypocrisy. It's it's one or the other. Uh, on, on that, but I really think the red hen is, is going to suffer. People, uh, oh, follow up from yesterday on the same topic. Remember, you're talking about the restaurant that uh, the sports bar that had the mm-hmm. no face tattoos and no MAGA hats. Yeah. They rolled it back last night. Really? Yes. And they apologized, saying, you know, everyone's allowed in. We, you know, we even kinda... face people, face tattoo people. Yeah. The, they they said they got caught up in the whole red hen thing. Are you and, serious? Yeah. I'm they, look they, they got caught up in the uh like recent events or something like that. But now we reflect back, uh, have a look at their actual uh, statement. Okay, I'm looking. But they definitely, they did roll it back. So like within 24 hours. And it was after the Red Hen incident. Well, I mean, I, I don't know if that's like a direct, I mean, they probably saw the connection of prices and stuff. And Well, they're saying they're not getting the good what does it help? publicity. What, what does it help to choose a side for this kind of stuff? Because to me, like I understand the violence deal, where like you're just trying to prevent people from, you know, causing trouble. But then again, it's like how often does it have because someone was wearing a MAGA hat? 
I mean, I think or dozens. It, I mean, or or you get like the face tattoo thing. I don't really know. I mean, because I I guarantee you, there's a place like say some fancy place like would Perry Steakhouse say no to me because I have a face tattoo. You think? Well, if you had a face tattoo and waved around a big wad of hundred dollar bills, they'd let you in just fine and dandy. If you had a swastika face tattoo, they'd ask you to leave. You think so? Mm-hmm, absolutely. They have standards, and they should be allowed to do that. To say we have a certain standard, we have okay. a dress code, or we have a, a standard, um, because you you couldn't have a you couldn't hire someone there. You wouldn't hire someone there with a face tattoo either. Anyone who's willing to. <clears throat> be that controversial with an unremovable facial stance that goes against the traditionally accepted societal norms. Well, you know that bar I'm reading, it, they're claiming that it was a joke. Mm-hmm. It meant to be funny, but we took it too far. Uh-huh. Okay. Do you buy that? I mean, I kind of, I don't know the bar's... You know, personality. Because to me, it's kind of random to do face tattoos and MAGA hats. Well, there's the list of things. Well, that's what And I'm a saying. post about it. Well, why MAGA like, hats? Like, why put it on Facebook? But why MAGA hats? Why not? Well, I think that, that to me, was the joke. Is Oh, we're making fun of people that want to make America great. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, why would, they, why would they post that to so Facebook? Funny. Because they're trying to get on the bandwagon. That, you know, do you think that's the official poster board to put your rules on? Mm-hmm. No, it would be, it'd be something that, like, on site saying these are the deals that's what i'm saying is a joke you you stick it on the door or you 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 have this right wait staff tell people then just joking no you put on facebook what they were doing is that they were throwing their hat in the ring but they yeah we're with the red hen we you know we we hate trump we hate gop we hate this and they saw how quickly it went south for the red hen and that's why oh joke kidding well what's weird to me is i've never been inspired to go do to a bar because of their policies you ever done that? Like, oh, I want to go there because they don't allow people to wear. Because I don't really see MAGA hats everywhere either. No, that's, that's what, what I'm saying. saying. No, I, no like one it. cares. So this this manufactured about yeah, no MAGA hats because people wear MAGA hats cause riots. No, actually, it's the those who don't like the MAGA hats now are being incited to riot. It's just again, as a business, you can do what you want. And the, the sports bar can, can walk it back, say it was All a right. joke, and they'll maybe survive, but I don't think Red Hen's going to survive this one. Who cares? Well, yeah, like, I'll, not, I'll never eat there. It's not here, is it? I'm not, I mean. It was in Virginia. Like, well, that's what I'm saying. Like, why, do you think this is something that people just kind of. It's indicative. It's just the water cooler talk? Yeah, well, this is indicative. You you have these communities, the Californias, the New Yorks, and the Washington DCs, where they think they speak for all of America, that they, they make this stance and they go, everyone's behind me. And then Root Awakening, no. Approval ratings are still in the mid to high 40s. Uh, the midterms were, were very administration friendly right now. Mm-hmm. And not on the Democrat side, not very establishment friend, friendly. People are getting tired of this rhetoric. And it'll be interesting to see. The, I, I, I'm really looking forward to the general election just to see what happens. It's going to be very interesting. Okay. I'm okay with that. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm interested. I'm going to pay attention. I'll subscribe to that. We're going to take a quick break here. It's 949 Lone Star Community Radio Morning's Lone Star. If you got a topic or anything you want to comment on, we're on Facebook Live and YouTube Live. You are listening to Lone Star Community Radio. Yeah. 
Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner, along with other treats and coffee. For more information regarding store hours and delivery in downtown Conroe, Conroe Coffee is on Facebook or by telephone at 936-266-7632. We would like to thank Conroe Coffee for being a supporter of Lone Star Community Radio and our morning sponsor with Mornings with Lone Star. Lone Star Community Radio is looking for those who are interested in hosting their own talk show. With monthly and weekly slots available on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1, and on IRLoneStar.com. Start your own podcast, create your first YouTube channel, and be on TV. Contact Lone Star Community Radio online at IRLoneStar.com or call the station message line at 936 936- Six four seven three seven seven six. What can the Better Living Protections program do for you? You can learn how to increase your consumption of fruits and vegetables, choose foods that are relatively inexpensive and good to eat, make your food dollars last longer, prepare quick, nutritious meals, help your children learn how to eat healthier snacks, and much more. Our program is committed to helping people like you improve your health through providing research-based nutrition education in a friendly, cost-free, and relaxed environment. We are Texas A&M AgriLife Extension, helping Texans make their lives better. Business office cleaning is available in the Montgomery County area from Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. With scheduled cleaning surfaces such as floor care, window care, trash collection, restroom disinfection, and stair and elevator cleaning, Clean Sweep can service a business one time or on a regular schedule with daily, weekly, and monthly options. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning can be found online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or by calling 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Listen in Mondays at noon to hear Conroe news from local nonprofits, businesses, upcoming events, Conroe Park events, news stories, and information that matters to you with your host, Margie Taylor of Taylorized PR. For more information about being a guest, visit IRLoneStar.com slash Conroe Culture. Welcome back. Morning's Lone Star with Dick and Skippy. Uh, yes, indeed, we are uh, renting out the top of my head for banner advertisements on our YouTube and Facebook pages. So if you want to be a sponsor that's a superimposed on my baldness, uh, I think I went beyond bald spot a little while ago, let us know. Become a sponsor right up there with Conroe Coffee and Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Uh, join the conversation, 936-647-3776. Hit us up on Facebook Live, YouTube Live, or uh, IRLoneStar.com. Dick and I are having good conversations off the air, as well as the conversation keeps going. Um, Brett chimes in with, kind of reminds, we were talking about this uh, sports bar that, no, no MAGA hats, oh, we're just joking, ha <laughs> ha Kind of reminds Brett of a guy he knew that was constantly... Uh, running his girlfriend down and always uh, excuses emotional abuse as a joke. And again, this is why do they choose MAGA hats? That, that was my question. 
why do they equate that to well this is just a bad thing to have Faci facial tattoos and wearing a hat that says i support america when did that when did that become a bad thing because they don't like the person who set, who came up with it it's like saying hope if i came in with a, a hope uh ball cap would i be booted out too so no it's, it's not a joke the, the joke's on them ha who cares yeah right it's not here it's not here but I mean, it will be now we were again what inspires you to go to a bar to the, the wings, like, you usually. Think, you think people go in that bar like, hey, man, this is that bar that did this thing. I mean, I doubt it. Well, the, the backlash is happening more and more. And but I think... when you say, see, this is one thing I, I laugh at, like, the Red Hen thing and this. It's like, you say the backlash. You mean people go on Yelp saying this place sucks? Well, there's that, but also, I mean, know, that's like, why no one can, no one can uh, trust a Yelp interview. Uh, uh, well, I'm like, I don't, I mean, unless anymore, there's, the like, reason. true financial impact because they made it, like, for example, like Starbucks, like I bet they actually have statistics on true impact on, you know, kicking those two men out mm -hmm. and then doing all this other stuff. And then, I mean, I know oh, the reactions came before there could be any financial impact study done whatsoever. It was a, it was a knee jerk reaction. Yeah, but like the red hen, what do you think is really going to happen with it? I think they're going to close down. I think, think they're so? going to lose business. They've been around for 10 years. They're going to lose business. I mean, once again, the fans of what happened there. They're going to go find something new to get offended about. And I think what would be off. more interesting is you talk to the local people who go there and see. Half of them what, are split. What, 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 I mean, Half that's, of them that, are that's like, a poll those people should be taking. Mm -hmm. And actually, a lot of them were interviewed and pretty much it was split down where, where half or more than half were going, this is not how to conduct business. They're welcome at our restaurants. That's what I'm saying. The others won't be, yeah, don't come to our restaurant either. They'll be going, we'll let you in ours. We want your business. And but that's again the backlash. I don't think I don't think anything's really going to change. I well, bet they might see a, like they might see a dip in in sales and things like that. But then, oh, the backlash I'm talking to. I mean, I, I think incidentally, Red Hen's going to fold. But the back I'm talking the national backlash that people are reading these headlines or watching these headlines, and especially hearing some media sites making big honking deals out of it, going, "No, this is stupid. This is not newsworthy. This doesn't affect me. This is not how I feel." And so the backlash is more. Look at the the midterms last night. It's not looking good right now for a lot of Democrats. Um, the uh, uh, institutional Democrats in the New York uh, 14th congressional district, a surprise, a big shock happened. Uh, Alexandria Ocasio Cortez, I'm probably mangling her name, a uh, 28 year old Latina who's a, a socialist. She's Bernie Sanders on steroids supporter, uh, beat the incumbent Joe Crowley. When you say socialist, do you mean that's what the socialist? She she has like socialist she, views. She, she wrote that in her yeah, paper. Uh, her, yeah, uh, I'm just curious. I don't know how. I like, think she went Democratic Socialist Society or party or something okay, like that. I'm just curious. Yeah, how do you put that label on somebody without hearing or? Well, was, I'm not saying it's a nasty thing. I'm saying that's how she identifies. No, I'm just curious how people get labeled that. Because when, when they, you say I'm a socialist, when they because I thought when you're running, you have to say what party you affiliated with. And do you thought any more information? Well, it seems thing. like she ran for the Democrat primary, so she's a Democrat. That's right. her base. Yeah, but within that, remember, there's the, the big spectrum. Is so, there a sub-item when she fills out the form? By the way, I'm also a socialist. Well, you have to kowtow to your supporters. For instance, let's take it the other end, especially here in Montgomery County. You're running as a Republican. You have to appease. We have two Tea Party groups up here. Neither of them are Republican. They're Tea Party. Mm -hmm. But a Republican has to appease at least one of our two up here. And rarely do the two agree on everything because these two tea parties are in um, 
uh, uh, not uh, the opposite of cahoots, non-cahoots with each other. They don't. They're not fans. She's of each twenty-eight other. years old and beat this guy. Yeah. How long has that with other guy been in? Been ten, in? ten years. Wow. And he was also the heir apparent to Nancy Pelosi. How much? How much does she beat him by? <laughs> One vote is all it takes. I'm not sure if, if, if it was a landslide or not. But this what's a, her name? Alexandria. O C A S I O, and you should have it from there. Let's see. I'm just trying to see who, uh, who, how much they won. So basically, the the Bernie supporters who just were never Hillary fans, and they realized that they got kind of hosed at the polls last time, they're going to rally around the the far left socialist class, whereas the typical Democrat, who would have been the typical Hillary supporter, I think a lot of them are going. You know, their their voting base is like. You guys are no better than the Republicans that we're fighting against. We need new blood. I wonder why they're not showing. Why is it so hard to find what the results were? I have no idea. Now, here's a, while you're looking at that, kind of, sort of, kind of related to this. Uh, Yesterday, the Supreme Court has been coming out with some serious, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for, uh, rulings. And yesterday was kind of a very Trump-friendly day, or Trump made Trump very happy, especially with the immigration um, ruling that uh, for the travel ban. So it's not immigration, it's a travel ban necessarily, people from these countries not being allowed in, which uh, the Supreme Court quoted the law, you know, it got to the Supreme Court because there were those that said, travel ban was anti-Muslim because the president has tweeted or said when he was campaigning certain things. Well, the law is the ban was within the powers of a presidential executive order, period. What someone says or does beyond that is does not even come into consideration. So there was that. There was a Planned Parenthood um, okay. versus California thing. I found it. Cool. Let me. I'll just finish okay. off the sentence here. But yesterday, a federal judge in San Diego named Dana Sabrow uh, who actually was a, a Bush appointee, issued a ruling that says 30 day people have 30 days to reunite. The government has 30 days to reunite people with their children with their families. Now, I think the timing on this was the stupidest. This is the stupidest thing Dana could have done because right now the Supreme Court is leaning towards not this. Trump, that plus Trump has already issued an executive order saying we're going to reunite everybody. So this was a, an unnecessary thing. It was grandstanding. But now all it's going to do is force it up through the appellate process into the Supreme Court. And right now it's not going to rule his way. So Dana Sabrow, I know you tried to, you're trying to get in the headlines as a San Diego judge in the federal court, but I think you really screwed the pooch on this one. That's my thoughts. Now, what did you come up with? She won 440 out of 449 precincts. Good Lord. And she raised, he raised 10 to 1 on her rate on the campaign fundraiser. And you got to ask why. First off, whose support did he have? Nancy Pelosi. She is so toxic right now. So toxic. So toxic. Oh, my, oh my God. Okay, there's one thing I also want to talk about because we have our guest coming in soon. Mm -hmm. I'm not really understanding this, but uh, if there's a listener out there who could help me better understand the procedure of what's going on with Terry Crews testifies over Senate on sexual assault, why is there a Senate hearing with Mr. Cruz. Like, why is that happening? Are you asking me? or Yeah, I'm asking. I'm like, I'm trying world. to understand, like, why would the Senate be hearing there... testimonies? Are they trying to, like, 
gather information to change a law? Is that what this is? There are many possibilities, and I'm sure, you know, there's no single answer. I think uh, certainly it's cosmetic. Hey, look, we're doing something. Well, we're doing what? What, what cosmetic is there? We're, we're showing that we care about the Me Too movement. So when we are for re-election, we say, hey, we held a Senate subcommittee hearing uh, on it. And we even had Terry Crews in. But also with Terry Crews, instead of one of your, and I, I got to say it's stereotypical female uh, victims or alleged victims, is that Terry Crews can certainly take care of himself physically, emotionally and physically. You know, he's he's all that. Uh, so he puts a new face on it, a new voice to say this is real and it can happen to everyone. So I think a lot of it is cosmetic, but I also think a lot of it is they need to hear from the most unlikely source who's in the scenario. So that's what they're doing. That's what the it? Senate hearings for is just gathering testimonies. And then when they go present either a bill or whatever, this is what they're going to use to influence. Correct. So if, what do you what do you see coming from a bill of like, is it going to be more aggressive incarcerations for assaulters or is there going to be a new procedure? Because one thing that bothers me about the Terry Crews situation is it's just a statement. There's like, there's not really proof to it. And it's similar to the Chad Hardwick scenario where somebody just came out and said something. And this well, happened. I think that's why. Uh, and I think that's real dangerous to play with because. And I think that's why they're, they're taking this into consideration because let's say if the Senate subcommittee, if they grabbed every major person who says, oh, he, he, he did this or he did that or, or even she did this. But, you know, statistically, this guy's messing with women. And then you find out that, say, 50% of them are flat out lying or making it up. Okay, that can uh, that can affect this. Oh, okay, yeah, I found something. What's that? So he was there. They're, they're, they're talking about the Sexual Assault Survivors Rights Act. Okay. So it's uh, it's about civil rights and victim rights legislation in the USA. That establishes for the first time statutory rights and federal co uh, federal code for survivors of sexual assault and rape. There you go. And I think one thing that's going to come from from these hearings and stuff and the Me Too movement is harsher punishments on proven, substantiated sexual assault, molestation, and harassment. Hand in hand with stronger punishments for proven yeah. fake or exaggerated because right now that that's the biggest problem uh, on both ends it's there is no real punishment for someone who, who comes up either purposely with with a false story or even exaggerates and you just you just mentioned chris hardwick and i did a follow-up on this even his his wife his current wife and two ex-girlfriends and i'm like this is Oh, so not the case. He has been relieved from duties. His own company has disowned him. He's given up, uh, you know, he's in limbo right now because this woman said stuff and didn't even mention him by name. And I think that's on purpose. She go, well, I never said it was him. And he's got proof to show that she tried to rekindle this romance eight months after the fact that the evidence and the character witnesses don't add up to her allegations. However, he's out of a job. He's well, out no, of a company. What I'm he's I out mean, of I'm just trying to understand that because that's – and that's something that clearly I'm not saying it, it's it's a false testimony from Terry Crews, but it's just one of those uphill battles and then how we as a culture approach things because, you know, when people are assaulted, it's 
it, I mean, you can never really say what's going to happen because it's always different. Every yeah, and it time. gets down to <clears throat> character. Yeah, characterizations. Uh, breaking news from the Supreme Court: They have just ruled that public workers cannot be forced to pay union dues. That's uh, that's another hit. That's are they just working leaning. today? Is that what's going on? They're, this is a very. Here's the thing: This administration and this court is the most active it's been in my living memory. So, well, it's more people just want to talk about it. This is true. So, you're listening to Lone Star Community Radio, folks, with Mornings of Lone Star. We do have a special guest coming in very shortly, so stick around. Vernley's Bayou Baker. I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. Vernley. Vernley. I'm going to, that's my I'm guess. Going, well, I'm going for it. They're you're going Vernley. I'm soon. going Vernley. They won the Tasty Award from Taste Fest. So I'm, mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to having Linda in the studio talk about it. You can check them out at VernleyBayouBakery.com. Uh, or you can just check out uh, Facebook because we po- we tag them in our post- Facebook live feed and check it out right there. We are brought to you by Conroe Coffee and Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. We will be right back. You're listening to Lone Star Community Radio on 104.5 KCZW LP Conroe and 106.1 KZCC LP Conroe and worldwide on IRLoneStar.com. Business office cleaning is available in the Montgomery County area from Clean Sweep Office Cleaning, with scheduled cleaning surfaces such as floor care, window care, trash collection, restroom disinfection, and stair and elevator cleaning. Clean Sweep can service a business one time or on a regular schedule, with daily, weekly, and monthly options. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning can be found online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or by calling 832 689 7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner, along with other treats and coffee. For more information regarding store hours and delivery in downtown Conroe, Conroe Coffee is on Facebook or by telephone at 936-266-7632. We would like to thank Conroe Coffee for being a supporter of Lone Star Community Radio and our morning sponsor with Mornings with Lone Star. From the beginning, the main purpose of the Cooperative Extension Service has been to change human behavior by teaching people how to apply the results of scientific research. By utilizing a holistic, multi-level approach, Extension Family and Community Health Programs encourage health and well-being for everyone. Addressing values, concerns, and needs with reliable science-based information, Extension Programs help people lead healthier lives. We are Texas A&M AgriLife Extension, helping Texans make their lives better. Lone Star Community Radio is Montgomery County's radio station with talk, music, weather, and traffic for Montgomery County. Have a question or comment about one of our shows? Want to know how to reach a host? Just contact the station at IRLoneStar.com or call in and leave a message at 936-647-3776. Get involved with your community with Lone Star Community Radio. Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. 
Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner, along with other treats and coffee. For more information regarding store hours and delivery in downtown Conroe, Conroe Coffee is on Facebook or by telephone at 936-266-7632. We would like to thank Conroe Coffee for being a supporter of Lone Star Community Radio and our morning sponsor with Mornings with Lone Star. Hispanic Chamber Connections with Dr. Carlos Sanchez, president of the Woodlands Conroe Hispanic Chamber of Commerce, featuring event announcements, member highlights, and more. Tuesdays at 1 p.m., broadcasting from the heart of Conroe, Texas, on IRLoneStar.com and Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1. We have the safest food supply in the world. Strict laws and regulations restrict the usage of hormones, antibiotics, and pesticides within our food supply. Production agriculture practices and technologies such as the use of GMOs, which is not any more or less risky than conventional crop production, has allowed American farmers to produce more food on less acres in environmentally sound ways. Find out more online at pathtoplate.tamu.edu. We are Texas A&M AgriLife Extension, helping Texans make lives better. Our talk shows and music shows are looking for sponsors. Want to expand your brand awareness? Reach the hyper-local audience in Montgomery County? Lone Star Community Radio sponsorships accomplish this. Want to see our stats and rates? Check out ourlonestar.com sponsor for more information. Or call in and leave us a message at 936-647-3776 with your questions. Get seen on TV, YouTube, and heard on our podcast, FM, and internet radio. Support your local radio station with Lone Star Community Radio. Well, I'll take this one since Dick's already piling into the uh, yummy pastries brought to us by Vernil's. Vernil's. Bayou Bakery. We were both screwing up the name there. Hey, it is 1011 on the dot and morning's Lone Star Dick and Skippy. I'm the aforementioned Skippy. Cramming his mouth is Dick. And if you're seeing us on YouTube or Facebook Live, you see that we got a whole bunch of people in our studio. We got special guest Leo here from Conroe Coffee, our amazing sponsor. We love you, Leo. And I don't know if your microphone's on yet. Okay, well, wave at the camera, Leo. As soon as Dick gets out of the way of it. Yeah, you see your hand. And we also have Linda and Zach Ezernak. And Linda, you own Vernil's? I sure do. Awesome. Well, first off, welcome to the studio. Thank, thank you, you so thank much. you. Awesome. So we, we've been talking about you for days, of course, by the wrong name. We, we can figure it <laughs> Vernley or Vernley, but it's well, Vernil's. 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 Perfect. Okay. And is that? It's a family name. It was my grandmother's name. Mm-hmm. And it's also my middle name. Oh, man, that was good. I wouldn't yeah. know. That went down real well. <laughs> yeah, right. Wash that down with some delicious Conroe coffee. Mm. And Clean Sweep Office Cleaning will come by later to clean up the crumbs if there are any left. So thank you to our sponsors. So, Linda uh, and Zach, you and Verniels won Conroe's Taste Fest. Is it the, fir- the first? Woo! The inaugural. The inaugural yes. Tasty Award. Yes, we sure did. So what, uh, what got you the Tasty Award? Um... Pretty much all of our flavors of our cakes. We had so many people that came out and enjoyed cakes. We did probably about four or five different flavors. All of our cake flavors are from family recipes from my mom, my grandma, my great grandma. Sean, you need a bite. 
I, I, I'm doing everything not to crack this open. I'm, I'm, listen, I'm listening to Linda no, here. No, I know, but we <laughs> want to hear you chew it. I'll be more than happy You'll, you'll to do, do that, that one day? Okay. Oh, my God. Oh yeah, my. I, was I, gonna, mean, I was gonna save it for Holly, but then, you know what? Uh, stuff save stuff save what for Holly? <laughs> nothing. There's nothing in no, here. Nothing to save <laughs> people. We never brought cupcakes. It never happened. <laughs> yeah. So, give me some examples of some of the flavors. Now, I'm looking at, like, a chocolate hazelnut and red mm -hmm. velvet, right? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. absolutely. And we also do a, uh, what I call a banana nut cupcake. Oh, my Lord. It came from my great great grandmother's banana bread recipe that's about 200 years old. And they wow. had bananas back then? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're not some generated fruit that hasn't been around for that long. <laughs> And now, on top of the, the like the variety and the flavors, apparently mm -hmm. the the Tasty Award went because of uh, customer service. Absolutely, right? absolutely. I have Zach and my husband was there, and um, one of the other ladies that works for me, Brandy. Everybody did amazing, just talking to the customers and you know explaining the flavors and what we're all about, and you know that's the foundation of our business. Now, and, did Vernil start before you? Did you, has it been handed down? Did no. you wake up one Tuesday morning and say, I'm going to grab these recipes? I no. think it was Wednesday, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Right. yeah. <laughs> no, um, I've, I've had an accounting and tax firm for the last 15 years, and I've been an accountant since I was about 18. And when I get stressed, I'd go home and bake. And so Vernil's as a business started about three years ago. And it's just steadily grown from there. It was just a brainchild of myself and my husband's. So is Vernil's brick and mortar? Uh, do you have a shop? It's kind of in between. Okay. Um, we are uh, more of a home base, and I use a commercial kitchen when I have my big orders. Mm -hmm. um, but we, with the accounting firm, we also have a location that's um, in Riverbend off of Crichton and 45. And so I do a lot of weddings, and so our tasting room is there, and we sell cupcakes there. And then we also have our accounting office there. So, she does our accounting. Yeah. Keeps oh, Conroe Coffee straight. Well, as, soon <laughs> yeah. as, as soon as I Seriously. start making any money, I may have to give you a, <laughs> a call on that one. So if someone like me, I'm going to hold this up to the, to the camera here. So like, like zoom in on that. Awesome. So if I wanted like a daily influx mm -hmm. of these, could I come pick them up? Yep. Do you mail them to me? What? No. All you have to do is come by the office. Well, close enough, we'll drop them off. But we have They're right near flavors. my house, Skippy. Yeah. The really? office is right near my house and Dick's. Goodbye, yeah. Diet. It was nice knowing you. <laughs> yeah, we have new flavors every day and we just um, we just started doing that. And we're also working on doing some wonderful cupcakes for Miss Leo and Connor yes. Coffee using their awesome coffee. Uh-huh. So hopefully within a week or two yep. we'll get that going. Like we'll make an almond joy coffee. Mm -hmm. I suppose it's almost and like a wine. You have to match your coffees to your Would that your not be good right? to have Absolutely. an Almond Joy cupcake or a Milky Way cupcake or, good you know, Lord. polar bear for How the holidays? How about pickle? Absolutely. Pickle. Oh, I'm going to shoot juice the next cupcake. person. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think so. <clears throat> this, this, I, mean, pickles, I saw, I saw for Sonic had those. Who, yeah, pickles for people who just can't wait for pumpkin spice to happen. They want to do something stupid. <laughs> So, so Zach, how Wait, did you, you get in you, on this? So how did I get in on this? Uh -huh. Quite the interesting story. So basically, uh, Miss Linda here had wanted me for the bakery for a long time. And let's just say I couldn't quite take the hint. <laughs> and luckily, Miss Linda pulled me out of the dark, dark world of retail and basically made me her creative consultant because I've always been interested in doing slogans and logos. They just kind of come easy. And every time, like, why aren't you getting paid for this as you're checking people out? Uh, after that, we hooked up with Linda, started 
messing around with some very, very cool and upcoming ideas and uh, kind of took off from there. That's awesome. Yeah. So uh, was this the first time you've been to uh, a Taste Fest? It was, yes. Wow. Is that so, not crazy? Yeah. So talk first about, time. Talk about a debut. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, we, we went back twice, I think. Mm-hmm. Like, And Linda's there going, you should try that one. You should try that one. And I'm like, I'm already stuffed to the gills, you know. But there's always room for that little well, bit of dessert. Yeah. Okay, Dick, you're going to have delicious. Now, Dick's going to have to ask a couple of questions now while I uh, while you eat. take or a take station it. break. Absolutely. So what's the difference between a cupcake and a cake? Um, Besides the size. It's pretty much the size, but it's also necessarily what the structure of what goes into it, how much flour. So can I get a cupcake sugar. cake? Sure. Then it's It'd different? It'd be a big one. It would, It'd be a big one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But it wouldn't be a cake. It wouldn't be a, it wouldn't. What would you the, call it? The, probably a cupcake cake. Cupcake <laughs> a cake. A cupcake. Yeah. I mean, Dick, yeah. come on. Hyphenated. Cape cup, cake, <laughs> cupcake. I'm no, amazed I was cup. able to get that word out. Hold on. I'm going back in. Cover me. <laughs> now, we also do a cup of cake, which oh, is golly. basically a mason jar that has cake, filling, cake, frosting, and a little bit of something on top. Mm. A little sweetness on the go mm-hmm. for you. It's almost like you could do cake, cupcakes, in a mason jar with ice cream. Oh, yeah. Totally. So, Absolutely. I'm just sitting there thinking. I'm hungry now. We, c- we could do um, milkshakes and not put that dome lid on it. And set a cupcake in the top. You totally could. Mm-hmm. That would be awesome. That'd be really good. Mm-hmm. Like when I worked at Sonic for the uh, for the cake shake, we'd actually have a piece of cake and we blend it in. Yeah. Oh really? yeah. For yeah. Sure. So. Well, you could do that, but I kind of like the idea of seeing it. You could eat. You could cut it up, but just have it on the top with a big spoon. Oh, yeah. and it's like a perfect seal. Yeah. Pull some inviting yeah. you into the milkshake. It mm-hmm. stops it being spilled out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. It's what, a lid. What That's What would be too idea. big for a cupcake? Because, like, we had this discussion about hamburgers, and I, I was like, I hate places <laughs> that make a hamburger that's six inches tall. Because mm-hmm. it's like, how are you supposed mm-hmm. to fit your mouth Would that be muffin-sized? Mm-hmm. That would be more muffin, more, you know, like some of the sizes we're talking about doing for coffee. Conroe Coffee is the jumbo-sized cupcake. But there's ones that are bigger that are almost <laughs> the size of a small cake that then they get to be too much. Because your idea of having a cupcake is being able to eat it in one Because you're not supposed to share a cupcake, are you? Like technically, well, those I'm not people that this are, that are washing their what? waist, you know, if it was a nice enough size, I mean, well, I mean even these, these are, are baby nice. cupcakes, yeah. right? Yeah, but yeah, still, standards. Mm-hmm. It's you a will. philosophical debate that's raged for centuries. Yeah, yeah. I've been thinking about that. I think it depends on your mood and who's with you. Right. I ain't sure nothing with no one. <laughs> and how tasty the cupcake is. <laughs> so right now, pure cupcakes and cakes, right? With you, you guys, yeah, well, and we you also do wedding. Now, yeah, we do. I do cakes. a lot of wedding cakes. And so you then, do the art, art stuff too. Mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. fresh flowers, and then we also do the sugar flowers. Dick, and, look at her Facebook page. Yeah, we do a lot of her lot cakes of, are amazing, like beautiful, stunning. Yeah, and she's local. Howdy. This is our neighbor. You know, and we do pies, and I did a cobbler for birthday a lady cakes. today. Oh yeah, do birthday cake. Big on the birthday cake. Yes, absolutely. We even have one of our fillings is a banana pudding filling that mm. actually came from Zach's grandma's recipe, Miss oh, B. Wow. Yeah. And Aww. so she's, when you get one of our banana filling cakes, you know. What's the longest like cake that, that it yeah. takes to make? Oh, the longest cake. Usually a full sheet cake, just because they take the longest to bake. Okay. Um, when it's the decorating side of it, we've had six and seven tier wedding cakes. And Why those, would you need that? 
because you're getting married and you got lots of people coming. Yeah. I and mean, you want a statement. The you, cake is like next to the bride's dress. Dick, have you, you picked know? out your wedding cake yet? <laughs> Absolutely. I'm not, I, I don't even know. Holly, if you're listening, we're, we're getting up. some ideas for the, the wedding cake here. <laughs> Dick's showing up and doing what he's told. That's pickle pickle cake. Oh. Oh, it'll be, oh. it'll be a summer. really small one. <laughs> yeah, right. So what, what is the strangest request you've ever had? Well, I had Because, I mean, cakes have been in the news for a while. I've had the groom's cake. I had a groom's cake one time where it was a bride and a groom. They were getting married in Galveston. Okay. And the groom was a big fisher, and he wanted salmon in the cake oh what Ugh. and the the wife said oh no no we're not doing that <laughs> yeah it's <laughs> a little fishy what's that fishy jello <laughs> aspic it's jello but it's fish flavored on it so oh, yeah. can you actually oh, yeah. make a cake at least you can oh. make a cake out of anything right pretty much yeah i well, mean well okay here's an example we came up we have a um we also like to do our corrupt cakes which have a little bit of alcohol in them yeah, and they're called oh. our you know there are corrupt cakes. And there was a time my husband was my husband was a chef for fourteen years, and so he makes this bacon marmalade that is just amazing. And we were ha he made some of that, and uh, immediately I had that. I go, oh my gosh, I have to put that in a cupcake. So there was born our bacon on bourbon. Didn't steak. you have that? Oh, but you did not know how many ca okay. cupcakes would it take to get drunk. Let's find well, out, Dick. It depends on. Uh, well, when we do our corrupt cakes, we'll do it in the cake, we'll put a glaze on top, and then we'll put it on, in the frosting. And then sometimes, I've done them where they have the little pipettes, you basically shoot a shot mm. of alcohol mm -hmm. directly in the cupcake. You've seen that, right? It's like a little tiny plastic bulb, and it has the liquor in it. And it's, exactly. And you squeeze it into the cupcake. Put it in the cupcake and squeeze it in. Mm. Cupcakes. There you go. I know. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so I know we're concentrating on cupcakes, but uh, so you do like the, the big cakes. Do you Absolutely. watch those TV shows like Cake Wars and stuff? Oh, yeah. Uh, yes, no, maybe. Uh, we thought about it. My daughter's trying to push me in that direction. Well, how do you make it different from other people? Because I can't, I'm trying to figure out, like, you're not reinventing the wheel. Well, are y'all really that extreme? These are family recipes, what, though. The difference, yeah. the difference is. It comes from the traditional family recipes okay. in my family. I mean, it's you good. Know? It's and, a, a, so that's there's that. Yeah, yeah. It's our what makes us stand out is the taste. Yeah. And in, um, you know, kind of the the love that we put in our cakes, and that they, you know, it goes the a little bit extra mile. And you know, a good friend of mine, we have a tendency to name cakes from people that are in the family or good friends. Like a good friend of mine, Candace, she had given me a bunch of Meyer lemons. Never tasted a Meyer lemon in my life. And so I made a cake, and it's the Candace. Oh, Aww. okay. Yep. Mm. Candace? Yeah. 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 Okay, well, that chocolate one, we're going to start calling it the Skippy because I'm going to like E1 every day. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not, I'm not saying that necessarily A leads to B. Yeah. But I'm hearing, well, these are, you know, great-grandmother's recipes. These recipes have been in the family for 100 years. Also, 100 years ago, you know, cocaine was in the Coca-Cola recipe. So I'm True. wondering maybe this is, yeah. these old family recipes have that extra oomph <laughs> that add a little yeah, something. Yeah, do you have a secret ingredient like cocaine? No, no. Cocaine. Not on the radio. I mean, we never do that, ever. They can neither confirm nor deny that Schedule 1 drugs are well, used. Well, I mean, y'all won, won the Tasty Award based off yeah. of presentation, hospitality, and food. So. Right. Or I imagine your business is treated the same way. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's how you can be different. Yeah. yeah. But and like with shows like Cake Wars, that's what I was trying to figure out because I've seen maybe one episode of that. Mm -hmm. 
And I'm like, all right, so this is about presentation more than the actual taste of it. Well, I see them kind of slapping these cakes together and, like, throwing the sheets on. It's like, how does it taste? Okay, it looks like Millennium Falcon, but it probably tastes like right. Chewbacca, so I'm yeah. not going to. Yeah, because when you carve a cake like that, it has to be a very dense structure. Yeah, because they're, they're. You know, it has to. And so many of those are made with Rice Krispie treats or yeah, now, now we're into, You're speaking mm-hmm. my language right now. Oh, Rice Krispie cupcake. I'm thinking right now, oh, gray lavender. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, because mm-hmm. that's our London fog yep. drink. Ooh. I'm like, oh, gray lavender. And I do a lavender mm-hmm. pastry cream. Good Lord, I got diabetic mm-hmm. just listening to this conversation. <laughs> get that. And next on Morning's Lone Star, the ongoing childhood obesity problem. Because we're eating all these damn cupcakes. That Verniels has nothing to do with. Yeah. <laughs> I need to slide my chair over. I'm kind of getting pushed out the way on this side. Okay, now, Linda and, and Zach, uh, one thing I like to do when we have supposed experts in their field is to ask a few supposed. trivia questions. What do you mean, that, supposed? Well, you'll see how good they are. with, oh, with uh, okay. see what's up. Yeah, right. with, uh, uh, now, I am concentrating on cupcakes here just because it's okay. cupcake trivia. So here we go. Uh, approximately how many cupcakes were are eaten every year in the United States? Would that be 70 million, 700 million, 7 billion? Mm. I'm definitely going high. I would at least say maybe not the billion, but the one in between. Yeah. At least I for shooters. Yeah. And you win. Yes. No one gets the first one right. Okay, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> the name cupcake comes from the how the recipe was measured. So mm-hmm. with... Butter, sugar, flour, and eggs. Do you know what the ratios are? Probably one cup each. No, they say no in the original. It's one cup butter, two cups sugar, three cups flour, and four eggs. Uh, hmm. No, don't listen to them. Just keep yeah. making what you're doing here. Okay. I was going to say, that don't mean she don't know her stuff. Yeah, exactly. That, right? That's uh-huh. what I'm saying. Some so, of you know. that stuff isn't measured. Okay. It's a pinch of this yeah, and a bit like of a that. Yeah, because like a typical pound cake mm-hmm. is made with one pound of flour, one pound of sugar, one pound of butter, and one pound of eggs. And Everything ten pounds on my hips. That's right. There you go. <laughs> That's why they call it pound cake. Leo, this one's for you. What do they call cupcakes in England? I can't. I, I didn't remember this. What? Do, what are they? Fairy cakes. Fairy cakes. Yes. Oh, nice. That's right. Awesome. <laughs> there See, you I go. See, I am English. It's not fake. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Only a couple more here. Approximately how, what percentage of brides decide to serve cupcakes at their wedding as opposed to traditional wedding cake? 13%, 3%, mm-hmm. 53%. 53%. According to this, nationally, 13%. That's surprising. Here in Texas, it's different. So cupcakes are like yeah. the thing. Their dessert tables right now are extremely the thing. Texas is its own country anyway. That's well, yeah, we're, we're, we're just better. That's yeah. right. That's, That's right. Okay, now here's one for you that you can try to beat this. We don't have to share cupcakes. That's why we like it. Right? Yeah. Well, here's another way not to share. So on August 15, 20, 2009, GourmetGiftBaskets.com broke the world record for the largest cupcake ever made. Was the cupcake 1,224 pounds? Gross. 618 pounds? 3,900 pounds. Oh, man. I'm giving that to you, Linda. You work with this more than I do. You know, I'm guessing it's, we're going to go big. I think it's the... Hey, we're the Texas. Last, we have to yeah, go big. Uh-huh. The 3,900. <laughs> oh, my God. The cupcake was 1,224 pounds, wow. four feet tall, wow. 10 feet wide, and had 2 million calories. 
That sounds really That's a good weekend. That's a nice weekend. How would you bake that? Yeah. Carefully. In bits and put it together. I... I, it'd have to be. You go to the Fukushima na- of nuclear reactor. Yeah, you find your nearest nuclear reactor <laughs> oh or volcano, what have you. Just be really careful. Yeah, but it won't be consistent throughout the cupcake, would it? I mean, you that's don't know. Hard. The secrets is the magic's in the cooking. You just have to trust it. You just have okay. to trust it. <laughs> so you got to be. You got to do a five foot tall, eleven foot wide cupcake to be the record. Just, yeah, just saying. Mm-hmm. Well, c- uh, congratulations. You guys seem to know your stuff here about <laughs> cupcakes. We, we tried. Well done. We, we traffic just make and our tastiness. own rules, that's yeah. all. So if people are interested in contacting you guys, what's the best way to do it? And then kind of give us a scope. Like you said, you do weddings, you do mm-hmm. you sell cupcakes yeah. in a store and all that stuff. So let mm. people know. Yeah, we do. Um, you can reach us either on our phone number. You can call us. You can email us. Um, we have a Facebook page and as well as a website. And now okay. Verniel is spelled V is in Victor, E-R-N-E-L-E. Do, apostrophe S. And what's your phone number? It is 936-521-2589. Cool. And we'll be posting this on our uh, podcast tonight, as well as uh, linking to the Facebook page on our Facebook link. Awesome. So if just talking about these cupcakes has gotten you hungry, and believe me, I got one more. Are we going to go to break soon? Because I got this other cupcake to do. Yeah, we can do that. Because, you know, <laughs> cupcakes. It's uh, always worth it. <clears throat> always worth it. But we have been talking to Linda and Zach from Verniel, the winner of the inaugural Yay! Tasty Woo! Award. You're going to bring it in next year, too? We are. Oh, Absolutely. I love that. We'll go come back bigger and better. Everybody else, the challenge has been issued. You should bring right. that four-foot cupcake. Yeah. Uh, that sounds gross. <laughs> We're just going to airdrop it in when no one expects. <laughs> It'll be on the roof next Absolutely. year. Absolutely. Yeah. Right. The roof That's starts right. bowing yeah. in. Mm-hmm. You thought this was a table. It's a right. cupcake. <laughs> Plot twist. We'll give Shyamalan a run for his money. There you go. Yeah, there you go. You're listening to Lone Star Community Radio, IRLoneStar.com with Maureen's Lone Star. We'll be right back. A Lone Star Community Radio is looking for those who are interested in hosting their own talk show with monthly and weekly slots available on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1, and on IRLoneStar.com. Start your own podcast, create your first YouTube channel, and be on TV. Contact Lone Star Community Radio online at IRLoneStar.com or call the station message line at 936 647 3776 to take your first step into the radio world. Did you know there are more than 790 abused and neglected children currently in foster care in Montgomery County? Will you help make a difference? I'm Allie Stevens with Costa Child Advocates of Montgomery County. We train and support volunteers to be the voice of children in the foster care system. Kids are moved from their home because of abuse and neglect, and we need volunteers just like you to advocate for these children. To learn more about becoming an advocate, please visit costaspeaksforkids.com. That's costaspeaksforkids.com. Business office cleaning is available in the Montgomery County area from Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. With scheduled cleaning surfaces such as floor care, window care, trash collection, restroom disinfection, and stair and elevator cleaning, Clean Sweep can service a business one time or on a regular schedule with daily, weekly, and monthly options. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning can be found online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or by calling 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning, 
Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. For those of you who like your partners, your gumbo, and your music salty, well, we're here to help with the music. Julian Shea here, host of Lone Star Country Nights Thursday, your weekly dose of roots and Americana and all the music that makes this part of the country special. We stir in western swing, honky-tonk, Zydeco, Texas blues, outlaw country, and put a pinch of red dirt, and then we smoke it over a slow fire. Then listen to the results Thursday nights on Conroe's 104.5 and 106.1 and worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. Does your company have needs that can be met by an employee who is dependable, hardworking, enthusiastic, motivated, cooperative, respectful, and punctual? Conroe Independent School District Special Education Department can meet your needs by connecting you with potential employees that have been preparing for a lifetime of employment. We have numerous individuals seeking paid and unpaid work experiences. If your company is interested in seeing how we can meet your business needs, call Conroe ISD Special Education Department to find the best employees for you at 936 936- A Lone Star Community Radio is Montgomery County's radio station with talk, music, weather, and traffic for Montgomery County. Have a question or comment about one of our shows? Want to know how to reach a host? Just contact the station at IRLoneStar.com or call in and leave a message at 936-647-647. 3776. Get involved with your community with Lone Star Community Radio. Hispanic Chamber Connections with Dr. Carlos Sanchez, president of the Woodlands Conroe Hispanic Chamber of Commerce, featuring event announcements, member highlights, and more. Tuesdays at 1 p.m., broadcasting from the heart of Conroe, Texas on IRLoneStar.com and Conroe's FM 104.5. 106.1. For those of you who like your partners, your gumbo, and your music salty, well, we're here to help with the music. Julian Shea here, host of Lone Star Country Nights Thursday, your weekly dose of roots and Americana and all the music that makes this part of the country special. We stir in western swing, honky-tonk, Zydeco, Texas blues, outlaw country, and put a pinch of red dirt, and then we smoke it over a slow fire. Then listen to the results Thursday nights on Conroe's 104.5 and 106.1 and worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. When I kissed you, girl, I knew how sweet a kiss could be. Welcome back to Morning's Lone Star. Hi, LoneStar.com and Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1, broadcasting from the LSCR studios. Mm-hmm. I love So, how do you how do you pronounce the cupcake place name? Verniel. Verniel. Mm-hmm. Verniel. Oh, man. All right. It, it sounds good, huh? It's yeah. not very good. Oh, mm-hmm. and I've got mine sitting here. I didn't realize I had any, so that was a treat. Goodness gracious, we were talking to Linda and Zach from Verniel's Bio what, Bakery. What, what was that, Lou? You don't want those cupcakes? N- uh, no, you... I said I didn't realize I was being given Oh, so. I thought you didn't want them. You were going to give them to that, That's oh. what I heard. Oh. Well, You're not I, gonna... I could because I've had the cupcakes, but we'll see. We'll see okay. how the rest of the show goes. How's that? <laughs> But we're sitting here with Leo from Conroe Coffee, and uh, we got about 20 or so minutes left in today's show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wonder... You talk, I'm going to fix the camera. Oh, okay. Oh, you don't well, talk. Here, Leo, you can... I'm all good. Oh, oh. I'm all oh. good. Look, I didn't wash this morning, so, you know. Yeah. There we are. Oh, you look great. Oh. The back yeah. of your head is I, shining. I know. Look at them. At least my hair's We clean. are broadcasting live <laughs> on Facebook and YouTube. 
But of course, you can listen to us audio-wise on ironlonestar.com. Tomorrow, we're going to have the American Psycho Band come in. No idea about them. Zero. Interesting name. Uh, you think it could be a Huey Lewis cover band? I mean, I mean, I have no idea. It could be anything. So they they play original music. They're from Texas. They're born in Conroe. Uh, they're living in Liberty County. Uh, so there you go. We're going to have three of them in the studio. So American Psychos. Are they going to play, do you think? I mean, I don't know. All I know is they're coming in. Man, lots of questions. Yeah. Yeah, sounds like you, you need want to... the answers? Tune in tomorrow. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. But, uh, yeah, we got the rest of the time. We can really talk about whatever you want. Is there anything you're particularly interested in locally or in the world, Leo? Well, what... not in the world, but Sunday we're having cream tea at the coffee shop. Okay, so cream tea is cream added into tea or no, tea added into no, cream. No, it is... Um, it's called clotted cream, oh, gross. and it takes 24 hours to make. I know, but gross. you can call it Devonshire cream, but mm. on Wikipedia, it's clotted cream. Um, and you serve it with scones and jam and a pot of tea and your china cups. We're starting that on Sundays. And Just Sundays? or? Uh-huh. Oh, I got to show up on Sunday then, Tr- well, surely. We, we need to see how it goes. Well, why are you trying to turn this into Britain? Um, it's in my shop. It's Cultural appropriation. Yeah, what is going you on know? here? Well, I'm sorry. I got. Well, here's the thing. Well, I, it's been decades since I've had a good jam and cream scone. Yeah. With Devonshire cream. Yeah. And- um, Americans love everything English. I, I, I think it's just the accent, you know, and the whole royalty thing. We really don't have that in America. Um, but. Well, what do you think today's equivalent to cream tea time is? today what do you mean like in here in texas what do you because it sounds like cream tea is an event that well, you it do is. and and it's yeah so. it's a high tea it's a, it's a social situation where you know believe it or not china cups actually enhance the flavor of certain blends china of tea yes. yeah you know the yeah. bone china you know the china cups with a saucer okay. you know where you yeah yeah believe it or not there's an interaction that actually enhances the flavor of the tea, it's almost like a brandy snifter where you hold it from the bottom. That way, the the heat from your palm warms it up. Um, yeah, I mean, it, but is it that drastic of a it difference? Is. Where it, it's it like this is night and day. It is. You'll be able to tell a difference yes. on certain things. If you had a cup of tea in a ceramic mug or pottery versus a china, even a mug, not a cup, it tastes completely different. We'll and have to do that one morning here so you can Yeah, I'll read I'll read Mrs. It. Skippy's uh China cabinet and bring in a couple of China cups. Well we need his book now. Let's have tea time with mornings. I well we can Good do morning. that. We can bring I don't in. think I've ever had a crumpet before. Crumpets are amazing, but you know what? They're I had really... a few in my twenties, but then <laughs> we're not on about them crumpets. Oh, different kind of crumpet, never That's mind. That's a strumpet, right? What are y'all talking what? about? Y'all yeah. talking about something naughty? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah, it's okay. Sorry, Dick. Loose women. I mean, I like scones. Well, these scones are not like the other scones we make. They're kind of dry, and they're round, and they're tall. And when you serve them, you just break them open, and then you put the jam on and that nice dollop of the cream, and and then have your pot of tea and your china cups and that, and the cubes of sugar, not not granulated sugar. You drop your cubes in there, and we have cute little spoons. And anyway, it's just an event, and I've posted on our Facebook that it's – when we run out, we run out, and it's from 11 to 1. I'm, I'm showing up at 11.02 then. And and it's just, you know, and I said in the future we will probably take reservations so that we can have enough supply for the yeah. demand. 
but for this first one, I'm making enough for probably 20, 20 couples. So I don't want to overdo it because the cream, when you make it, it only lasts for so many days and I want everything fresh. Yeah. So I'm not going to overdo it this time, but I've already got people on Facebook planning it for like two weeks down the road. Like, oh, I can't go this Sunday and they're tagging their friends. So it could be quite a, quite an event down here on Sundays. And, and there is no real American equivalent. I, I've been, as Leah's yeah. been talking, but trying to think about a social sit down and just enjoy it. I mean, the closest I can come to is when some guys, you know, have a hard day working and they, they meet for just for a round of beers. Or well, for happy around. hour, you know, hey, yeah, like, but, it, but it's not the same. Well, we it's really not. don't do anything afternoon here. Right. And I'm only doing it 11 to 1. Normally it would be kind of like maybe from 1 to 4 because it's kind of an afternoon treat you know, I think the closest would be kind of like, you know, you have your little mimosa brunch where the ladies get together and they have on a Sundays, mimosa on a like Sunday brunch. That, yeah. That's the closest American thing. But the, even that's a pale comparison. I'm I'm very excited about this, Leo. Yeah, I'm I am, too. So if you visit the United Kingdom, you could get cream tea anywhere like any day. There's always but cream it's only tea. between one and four. Not traditionally. Necessarily. Traditionally. No, it's it's just it it's it's an event. So high tea includes the little sandwiches and the other little pastries and all of that. And we used to do those. It's like second breakfast. Yeah. But high tea is, I mean, uh, cream tea is just, that's just what it is. It's your pot of tea and your scone and jam and cream. But everything's fresh and it's it's amazing. So we're, we're so on Sunday, I'm going to show up there. I'm going to have that. And then I'm going to make a plowman's lunch Ooh. for my mom and wife and then probably my shepherd's pie for dinner i'm just gonna go oh my gosh i'm gonna go full tilt You're brit. Gonna do british on I, i'm doing bread in fact i'm gonna find some yorkshire pudding uh, i was gonna mix. say what about roast beef and yorkshire and i have to save that mint too. sauce for the yorkshire and oh i'm getting hungry okay now. moving on. i'm talking yeah. between these cupcakes and this but i'm just like <laughs> but other so than that's that, sunday that's okay. sunday that's with us um and we have an art show friday uh wayne mcdonald the huge pictures that are in there, the paintings, he'll be hanging the rest of them up today and tomorrow. His art show is Friday. Okay. From six to is he the new nine. one also? Is he carrying over to the next month? or? Yes, he'll be until the end of July. Okay. Yep. Yeah, if yep. you guys, if you didn't know, you're listening, Condor Coffee has art or, or featured artists every month. Yep. Okay. It's Good all deal. about local. It's about Good deal. local. Like, yeah, bakery. that is the nice thing about Conroe Coffee that you guys really do walk the walk as well as talk the talk when it comes to the community. And, and giving back, letting people showcase their talents, whether it be musical, whether it be artistic, uh, getting out there, absolutely. You stay open later on theater nights and maybe not even break even on that, right. but you're there so that people, you know, leaving a show or coming in right. can can have something that they ordinarily well, wouldn't get. You. We try. It's just super important, you know, support the little guy. There is a new fish and chip shop that opened. Yeah, it's at Magnolia, right? Um, yeah, it's called The Chipper. Um, get up. Yes, no, maybe. I haven't been, but you know what? The, we're talking about supporting local. There were some people on the Woodlands Foodie Group um, that actually knocked the place because of the price of the fish and chips and that their AC wasn't working. They just opened, you know, and somebody else on the foodie thing said, you know what? Give them a break. They've just opened all of these negative comments. And then I said, as a small business, small businesses pay a lot more for their product 
because we're not ordering it by the pallet load mm-hmm. and can offer cheaper what does prices. have sarah huckabee come to your restaurant that might get you some buzz <laughs> well you know it just small business sure our prices well, might be a you little know, okay, bit higher we were talking about this leo yeah, yeah is when it when is it ever appropriate to kick somebody out of your place i've done it okay so you don't have to name names but outside of like the normal health hazards reasoning right was it was it ever like someone was just being aggressive? Yes, very, and telling us that because they just couldn't hang out and be hanging out in here. That that's all I'm gonna say. We were told that we were not gonna be let into heaven by this person oh, who they, was believing yeah. they were God. You know, and they got very loud, and we actually called the police, and it was like leave. You call the police on God? Absolutely. That, that takes huevos. Cream tea. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> that takes out big old pair of scones. Yeah. You know, that... Well, I mean, because well, we're thinking about... You You heard about that you know, political thing with that lady who got kicked out of a restaurant and because of who she works for. Yes. So mm-hmm. as a restaurant owner, I mean, that's pretty much like that's stupid to do. It is. Would you say? I, I would never have done that. I, I don't care who you are politically... I'm there to offer a service to you, and you don't let your personal opinion get involved in in that. Yeah. But when this person that we called the police on came in, they were being very disruptive to other customers that were in, and it it was bad. You know, it's you just. But that that was terrible. I was like, well, one thing I really like about go over there to have coffee or something is there's occasional people who do like conference calls. On oh, Skype and stuff. Uh-huh. I've seen it a handful of times where they had the headsets on yeah. and they're having like this big discussion. You, you kind of, you're like, in, like, are you in a boardroom right now, a virtual boardroom? Right. And having this discussion right in front of all. Do you of realize that? other people can hear you? Yeah, that's what they got. Yes. It's yep. pretty dang funny. So I posted on our Facebook that I want to start a blog or a video. Somebody needs to follow us around. I'm serious. You talk about the you talk about the patrons in the shop. I'm on about employees. Okay. I'm on about patrons that we are friends with that would be happy to come in and just chat with us. And then I posted it on Instagram, and then somebody who I don't know corrected me and said, you mean a blog? And I'm like, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm so out of it. I, I'm old. I'm old. We just you claim you're, you're English. Yeah, I don't know. I just do cream <laughs> tea. Yeah. So I would love to do that because some of the things we hear – it, and you're not wanting to hear. Give me an example, can you? I can give you the example of the couple that were coming in on the couch, and yeah, no, I saw that they were making out and like oh, getting absolutely. frisky. I mean, frisky, frisky, not just like oh, oh okay. it was like no. hey tongue. That's no. why we have more frailas in the River Oaks area. Oh my gosh, it was that was crazy. But then there's there was a couple that had come here on their first date. And you could overhear the conversation, and he was all about getting it on that day. Like, we've been talking for so long, and she was like, well, I've just met you. And ah! she was very soft-spoken and, and very sweet. Sounds like you can get inspiration enough, from your, enough for from your dialogue. Baby. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, you know, Sean's writing a, a, an after-hours movie for Showtime, and he needs some dialogue what? work. Yeah, I need yeah. some. Yeah. Oh, yeah, well, if I can be a part of that money, you know, yeah. come come chat with me. Oh, I'll name a character after All right, you. scene. Coffee shop. Yeah. Interior and, you know, coffee shop night. Fade in. <laughs> Just after a full belly of cream tea. Right. No, it'd be too late then. <laughs> 
but no we've honestly, been talking for so long this, but it was it was crazy and then when they left he we were like talking because natalie was working for us then and we were talking like oh my gosh did you hear that and we really well i told you about the time we were doing a show here and when the camera has like perfect angle for a couple on the bar that was right there the window and they were like you could watch them having they're close talking to each other yeah and all of a sudden they just started making out and i go and i go i wonder if someone's watching this right now and like making up a story because they were like in each other's faces yeah (laughs) Uh, can i have my tongue back please but anyway that lady came back in after with another guy no (laughs) she came up to the counter and she was like oh my gosh she goes thank you guys for being here she said i was getting really nervous i said well stay here for a bit make sure he's gone you know and he's not following you i mean but things like that have happened and that's just one example uh, anyway it is so i think a vlog we would have our own show if people are listening they want to make out with somebody come to connor coffee because i'll make you feel safe while doing it yeah there you go (laughs) yeah oh my god and cream tea on sundays cream tea i'm looking forward to sunday that sounds really good yeah it it will be it's yeah i'm cooking cream i'm cooking the cream as it as we go it takes 24 hours yeah there's a lot of stuff going on it's kind of fun and willy wonka's next weekend right yes but this weekend uh over at the owen theater we have the 1940s musical comedy murders Opening up on Friday. Is that is this a three week one again? Yeah. Or, is, okay. Yeah. Not just a weekend. Even though it's, it says the musical comedy murders, it's not a musical. Okay. And so the non musicals run for three weeks. Musicals run for Great. four. Great. I wasn't aware of that. So, so this weekend, you. yeah, no problem. So this weekend at the go to uh, Owen Theater with an R E dot com for tickets for this weekend and the next few weekends of the 1940s radio uh, musical comedy murders, and then starting next weekend. At the Crichton, CrichtonTheater.org, get your tickets for Willy Wonka. That one will probably sell out pretty quick. Right? My and, guess. And don't forget, Saturday, uh, the Conroe Symphony Orchestra is putting on a special event for uh, Independence Day That's festivities. Right. Heritage, and, right? Uh huh, over at Heritage. And we're going to be giving away tickets tomorrow to that. You know, if it wasn't so hot, last year I planned on going, it was by the courthouse last year. And Jason goes, I am not sitting outside in this heat. It's just kind of unfortunate. I need to get one of those pit helmets with the, the little fans. Jason has front. one. It's a it's a baseball hat, and it has the fan right here. There we go. Yeah. Mm. And my Jason's SPF 3000. Stuff, right? And all the clothing that is SPF protected. <laughs> I mean, yeah. There you go. It is 10.52 on yeah, the We got to be here. closing up today's show, guys. Can we go bye-bye? Yeah. So, hey, Leo, thanks for joining us. Yeah, thanks for having me. And again, tomorrow we're going to have the American Psychos in the studio. They're a band, local band. So that's going to be a lot of fun. Special thanks to the Vernellis. Vernils. Vernils. Linda and Zach from Vernils Bio Bakery. Give them a call, 936-521-2589. Or check them out on Facebook, Facebook, V-E-R-N-E-L-E, Vernils. And uh, thanks for joining us. Don't forget, we're on Facebook Live and YouTube Live, so if you miss the show you can watch it on our facebook channel or youtube channel and then we do podcast every episode on itunes and google play make sure to follow us on social media if you want to be a guest it's not hard you just reach out to us at mwls at irlonestar.com and then uh, or our social media we'd love to have you in 
And we will be back tomorrow morning with American Psychos here on Lone Star Community Radio. Peace.